Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello? Look, I'm going to level with you. I have my own things to deal with. After all, we are about to crash. Have a lovely landing. The Orphans, an original cinematic audio drama, is now available. And now, The Orphans Facility, an exciting new prequel series. Catch up with Season 1 with new episodes of Facility coming bi-weekly. The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, everybody? This is Pat DeBear here with another episode of Flame On. Joining me this month, we have got BJ. Hey, what's up? Josh. How's it going? And Eric. Howdy. And we are here to discuss the pop culture that is making our loins tingle in the month of April 2019. To kick us off, Eric, why don't you give us our first topic? What's making your loins tingle? Certainly not us. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess there was one point. No, <laughs> let's talk about us. Uh, the movie, that is. Ba-dum-bum. Ah. Ba-dum-bum. Ba-dum-bum. Yeah, that song's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second theatrical written by, produced by, directed by Jordan Peele of Key and Peele. I still am kind of floored that he's kind of, he's kind of he's he's built this horror like empire empire or like at least i guess horror sci-fi empire because he's also in charge of uh the host of um twilight zone yep yes and so us is kind of well i mean it is a lot different than get out um in that it has a much grander scale and it's a bit more on the nose than the previous movie yeah, I don't think there's as much depth to it. I guess. I mean, there there's like some there, but it's just like it's it's kind of it's kind of a redefining of like the evil twin genre. Yeah. 
and the nature of the body statures. Yeah, almost. I don't. I don't hate it. Like, yeah. I I like kind of his take on it. But um, yep. yeah. So in this movie, Lupita Nyong'o has Lu- a scene where she goes, "Opulence, you earn everything." everything. No, no, not, not in this okay. one. No, no. Uh, her and Winston Duke, uh, they go to the beach with their kids, uh, which is actually the scene of a childhood trauma for Lupita Nyong'o. Of course it is. Yes. Which has fueled this uh, lifelong PTSD for her. So taking her there is, you know, that well, I seems mean, normal. I guess one of their grandparents had a beach house there who has now passed. And they've inherited it. Uh, it's the dad's. The dad's. Um. Uh, no, it was the mom's. Was it the mom's? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Lupita Nyong'o's parents' original home. Oh, so because okay. that's where she grew up. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so they go there. They go to the beach. There's a freakout. They go back to the house, and then that night, this family ends up in their driveway. But um, bum. And they look exactly like them. But um, bum. But um, bum. And the kid says, "It's us." Just like in the trailer. <laughs> Roll Hence the credits. title. <laughs> I know. And then some shenanigans happen, and everybody's fighting themselves. I mean, not everybody is, is as lucky as the main family, because like, the scale of it, I didn't understand the scale of it till like the middle of the movie, and then I was like, oh, damn. Because it goes from kind of like a small-scale horror movie to like, oh, no, no, this is, this is bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is very bad. So, but yeah, that was a nice surprise actually in the movie. Yeah, because at first I thought, okay, they're gonna go to the Fred's house, and it was just going to be Lupita's double and the son's double to kill the White family, and it wasn't. It was surprising. There was a twist. <laughs> the twist. Uh, the twist was that uh, call the police. When heard by, uh, I think it was. What, what was the name o- of the Ophelia? I think Ophelia, Ophelia was the was yeah. the smart home <laughs> AI name. Decided to play an NWA song, <laughs> um, and I actually read an article about the the name uh, Ophelia. Like there was a reason why he specifically chose that name, and it was supposed to represent something like kind of related. I just I can't remember what it was. Gotcha. But um, it was definitely intentional. But throughout the movie, Lupita changes from, she seems kind of meek and mild and all PTSD-y, to towards the end of the movie, she seems to grow strong and is going to stand up and is going to take on these devils it's and very, whatnot. Very like picking your car up off like a kid. Yeah, she goes- Adrenaline rush. She goes, mom, adrenaline rush. And it's like, and I'm going to beat everyone to death with this uh, fire poker. <laughs> And she does. <laughs> she, she kills herself. Was she faking it her entire life, do you think? No. I don't think so. No. I think she's very... I think she... Adapted. Adapted. I think she adapted, and at some point, I think she just kind of acclimated. Like, it's like she went native, right. effectively. She just kind of went native, and then she was like... Okay, cool. And then when she realized what was possibly going to happen, her old self started to kick in until the end where it was very... The lines were blurred on who was who. Right. And I'm glad they didn't do that with the whole family, just her. Yeah. So it, so in case 
anybody listening up to this point hasn't figured out the twist ending yet. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Lupita Nyong'o, the one we love, is actually the double. Because as a kid, we just see her see a girl that looks exactly like her, and then it cuts to later, and she's with her parents. And we think, okay, she just ran away from it, but it's left her scarred. No, it's because the double kidnapped her, drug her down into some tunnels, and handcuffed and left her there. Yep. And then took her place. It's very exciting. Pat's very excited. (laughs) I I haven't seen the movie, so you just ruined the entire ending for me. (sighs) Honestly, I think the writing for the the film was just amazing. I, I haven't seen Get Out. I know. It's on my list. I will eventually do it. But I feel like you're lying to us. Well, when I have a streaming service that actually has it, you know, then I can I can watch it, mm-hmm. or Redbox it, I guess, if it's still in a Redbox. But I thought the writing was really great, and the the framing of the the film, like with a lot of shots, especially uh, when Lupita was like going down on that escalator. Yeah, I I mean, I thought that particular scene, the framing was just excellent. I thought it was good. I thought there was some interesting kind of questions he was raising with, okay, fighting fighting the dark side of yourself and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I think it didn't feel as tight of a movie and a story overall as Get Out did. It was, And uh, he said that was kind of purposeful. He said he kind of left like... He said I could have spent a good chunk of the time he had to kind of nail down more of the concepts and like and actually like smooth them out concrete wise. But he was like, no, because he because he felt like if he explained too much of it, it would actually take away from the horror aspect. And he act and he didn't. It's a horror movie. It fits within the genre, but like just kind of barely. Like it. Yeah. Fi- it, fi- it. There are moments where you're like. Oh, okay, cool. Everything's cool. And then when it takes that hard left back to horror territory, it's a pretty fucking hard left. And you're like, oh, shit. That's right. People are dead. Like, so it's a very, um, it's, 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 it's he said he left it kind of open ended for your own interpretation. Um, and some people are cool with that. And then some people are just like, no, I need my explanations. So, but I enjoyed it regardless. Yeah, I just think um, that the more you look at it and the more questions you ask about kind of everything that's going on, the more this movie falls apart rather than Get Out does. Because it's such a bigger scale. There's more thing, more holes you can poke in it. Um, but I really did enjoy Us. Do you think uh, this will go into the Oscar nods, or I, or at least uh, Lupita's? I think performance. Lupi- in Lupita that? probably has a chance. Um, I honestly kind of forgot that she was the same person after a while. Yeah, the fact that she did double duty there. The daughter also did an amazing job. Oh yeah, yeah. Her face was pretty creepy. Uh, and Winston Duke. Uh, Oscar for uh, a sexy man would, in a would, horror movie. 
I'm I'm yeah. I'm officially counting though every movie that Winston Duke is in. I'm trying actively not to thirst after him. I'm really trying. And I was like, cool, a movie where I won't look at him like he's this giant sexual object that is there for me to molest with my mind. And then But the seat of the bed with the boxer shorts. Sure enough. Sure <laughs> fucking enough. Jordan knew Jordan knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, and no, it wasn't even that scene. It was just the one of him being like all lazy and laying on the couch. And when she's like, I'm going to the bed, he's like, I'll see you later in the magic room. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, here we go. Here's the obsession starting right here. He was the epitome of typical Caucasian like dad. He was trying but to keep up with the Joneses. He was trying to keep up with the Joneses. All right. So flame rating wise, Eric, what would you give it? I would give it a, I would do it just one decimal point. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A 3.8 flames. All right. Josh? Uh, I would give it a... Uh, probably. Uh, yeah, I'd give it a... I would agree. 3.8. And BJ? Uh, I'll do the same. 3.8. All right. Well, that is us. So uh, three out of four members of this cast have seen it. And from their flame rec- uh, ratings, I believe they recommend it. So go check it out. I may still get around to it. And uh, yeah. All right, topic two, BJ. The floor is yours. Oh my god, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for this. No pressure. For a second, I, th- I thought God was your topic. I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean. Oh my god, I mean, oh my dark lord. Um, because part two of Sabrina came out. Praise Satan. Praise Satan. Or maybe not. Dun dun dun. Um, this. So part two held up significantly better than part one. I mean, part one was enjoyable, but part two, when they had the little one-off episodes that were just kind of offshoots, they were really, really fucking fun. Oh, um, yeah. There was uh, there was like an episode uh, with a fortune teller. Uh, yeah, that was a that was an a intense really... episode. It, was, it felt very Twilight Zone. Yes. Zone-y. They, had, they had that episode. Um you got a little. You got a lot you, more you development. Mean dark, the end of dark. season four of Buffy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I can't uh, remember what the hell the name. What when they all go to sleep and have the dream with the uh, the first layer? Oh yeah, with the first layer. Yeah. Was that the end of the season, or is that the that opening the, of the? Next that was season? the final episode of the season. They in like whatever episode twenty two, they defeat the big bad, and then oh, they all go home and like take a nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they all go home and take a nap. I remember that. Yep. But um. So they had that, um, they kind of course corrected on a couple of characters. Um, you've got, uh, Sabrina has a lot more bite to her, and I'm completely okay with it. Oh, absolutely. I'm, when she when she's like, Ambrose is like, I don't want to fight. She's like, well, maybe I want to fight. And like, she starts shaking the house. And, and Amber, the look on Ambrose's face when Sabrina like starts getting angry and magic shit starts happening is, I need that and like a t-shirt. Um... Because that was great. Like the first episode where she's just kind of like, no, you're going to listen to me. Fuck off. Like, And then she told off uh, Aunt Hilda. Oh, yeah. And she's like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you have developed. Aunt Hilda's kind of got her own thing going. Dating a succubus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
I'm I'm down. I thought I was hoping for werewolf, but I, I can. So work. was hey, I, but uh, I, I'm not. An incubus. Incubus. Not it's, a succubus. That's right. An incubus. Succub- succubus are female, right? Yes. I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Incubus. Are, incubus, incubus has are hits from the '90s that he sings to you while <laughs> you have sex. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zelda. Zelda has an interest. Zelda's arc is a bit slower this season, but ramps up really quick. Um, I thought it also rounded her out a yes. little bit better because she was too rigid in season one. She and was unlikable. I mean, no, she was a straight up bitch in season one. Um, and and this is technically season two because uh, I guess they they got renewed for a third season and they're calling it season three. Um, and they they actually kind of figured out what to do with the school friends, and it was a bit more cohesive. It was a little off, especially with Roz. Yeah, but like. Kind of shunting Harvey off to like ex boyfriend land was one hundred percent okay with me. Um, Instead of like the back and forth, yeah, I I was they did a little bit of the back and forth in the beginning, just enough, and then just enough for us to be like, no, Nick Scratch is 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 who you want because Nick Scratch is the better boyfriend, hands down. Not in my world. Nick Scratch, <laughs> Nick Scratch is the better one. Um, Are you Team Harvey? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Harvey. Harvey's the like a super lovable doof. Like, I absolutely love Harvey and the fact that he is like a legit good person. Yeah. Um, despite all this horrific shit happening. I was so annoyed at the Ross pairing, though. That is some fucked up shit. I don't care if you're only sixteen. You're not trying to fucking hop on your best friend's ex boyfriend's <laughs> dick like that. Well, I mean, she she did ask for permission. No bitch does that. <laughs> Fuck you. You a hoe. You are not my friend. If I just broke up with this dude and you're like, "Hey, you haven't been around in like a couple of weeks. Can I go sit on his dick?" No. <laughs> That's how no. it works in the gay community though. I mean, well, then you still not my friend if you're doing that. <laughs> still a hoe. Listen. I don't. I'm respectful. You are not a friend. <laughs> if you are trying to hop on my ex's dick that quickly, maybe at all, <laughs> but definitely not that quickly. It's been 84 years. <laughs> maybe then. Maybe then. Maybe then. 84 years. I was like, mm, you know what? I'm sure it doesn't work anymore. Go for it. <laughs> you can try. It's going to snap off. Do it. Um <laughs> And then I've got to I've got to go with my MVP of the season. The MVP of the season, my boy Theo, formerly Susie. Um because out of everybody this season, Theo has been kind of like No, Sabrina's actually kind of a cool friend. Like she totally helps me out all the time and helped you guys out. Like no doubt whatsoever. Oh yeah, like like Theo Theo's the like Theo that whole like i wish they had a it felt a little rushed i wish they had kind of built on it a bit more but they built on it some in season one um but like i theo's character like finally appeared for me Mm. and wasn't just kind of the scrapper starting fights with everybody but more like no no we're gonna go to the gates of hell and we're gonna do a thing and i'm just like okay all right well um also didn't he he killed like he killed more things than anybody that season. Yeah, he killed. Like, I think he killed like a witch. I think a. Uh, oh, he killed the uh, little the, pod people. Yep. The uh, mandrake. Mandrake. The man. The mandrake. Uh, spell people. Like, yeah. MVP of the season goes to Theo. Um, Miss Worldrail Lilith had a really good arc. 
Um, I wish it had been. I like. I honestly wish the season had been longer, more than anything. Um, yeah, honestly. Um, to to find out that Michelle Gomez, you know, was actually Lilith and not Mrs. Wardwell. Uh, well, I mean, obviously we already knew that, but we weren't really sure who she really was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked where her story took her. Yes, this season especially towards the end like that the final episode you know her, she like she was really there you know like there was no ulterior motive aside from her wanting the crown but she, to help sabrina but. yeah and well it, that's what you think you don't know yet and then but then like her ba- like every- i'm just saying <laughs> you don't know she and, yeah that entire episode she fucking laid it, back she was like it seemed Maybe you should do this. That I mean, that's very that's mm. very her though. That's the thing I like mm. about those characters where they're just like, um, it's kind of like a character archetype. Um, did any did any of you guys watch Beast Machines? No. Uh, uh Beast Wars for Transformers. Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. The uh black black Scorpina. Oh, okay. The yeah, spider yeah. chick that eventually joins up with them because she's like, mm, y'all gonna lose. I'm gonna hang out over here, but still like manipulates everything. Right. She's, like, she's in it for herself. Exactly. Like Lilith is depending on Ms. what World side it's gonna be. You know, when she sees an opportunity, she's like, well then, you know, and what? that's that's kind of been her thing throughout. Watch the whole her series. be sitting on Nick's dick in hell. <laughs> I don't mind it. I mean, she did say, you know, she'll take care of them. See, they all hoes. <laughs> Nobody's your friend in this world. Um. So, and then finally, finally, fucking Faustus getting his she like. I I need to watch Prudence. Okay, first of all, the actress that plays Prudence is like annoyingly gorgeous. Uh, can we talk yes. about the fact that Prudence turned into Blade uh, at the end of the straight season? I was in love straight with, up as <laughs> soon as she had like honestly the outfit. I was like. Yes, and then she just did that whole blade thing with the kneel and the. So I was like, and then can we talk about the fact that the what she did in no way, shape, or form would have done that to the statue? <laughs> I'm okay with it. It's magic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It's magic. No, it's fucking vengeance, is what it is. And I'm down. Like, like the energy and the hate was so. I was, but that that motion would not have cut the head off like that. This is why you wouldn't be a warlock. I'm just Where saying. is your sense of belief? The magic. Oh, I have it. I did not suspend it. <laughs> I did not. I did not have suspension of disbelief right now. <laughs> but yeah, the the big dick energy with Ambrose and and uh, and uh, Prudence, I'm on a 100 down. Everybody has clear roles for the next season, mm-hmm. which made me really really happy because you've got you've got the Fright Club going. You've got um, Hilda and Zelda. Oh, Scoobies. Yeah, <laughs> you've got Hilda and Zelda kind of, you know. Which didn't make it any easier when Alexis Denisov popped up on my screen. I was like, oh, this really is Buffy. I mean, Buffy's technically Scooby-Doo. Just actual supernatural stuff. None of those masks and bullshit like that. <laughs> no, actual death and destruction. But, um... Yeah, so you've got, but you've got, you've got them. You've got Hilda and Zelda. Actually, like we have all these witches that we need to teach and do stuff with. Well, the Dark Lord's an asshole. So <laughs> yeah, you've got that. You've got um, not oh, I- today, Satan. <laughs> okay, I caught that and I was like, that was everything. Yeah. Well, it was talking about throwing shade in the first episode and Sabrina saying, "Not today, Satan." I'm pretty sure Bianca Del Rio should get a cut of that money, right? <laughs> 
Trademark. <laughs> Seriously. I was going to say, she hasn't already. Kind of like how when Paris was like, uh, like trying to trademark, that's hot. Yeah. Like, Bianca should do, uh, not today, Satan. Or Cardi B doing, I mean, Bianca has a, a better claim to not today, Satan, than Cardi B to, True. But, um. No. But yeah, so I, I enjoyed it a lot, and I'm very excited for the next season. I'm super excited for the next season. Like, wh- where everyone's story has placed them at the end, it's just, it's, honestly, I'm, I can't. I'm, I'm so excited. But I, I do want to ask, so that whole lawsuit that, that was going on with the whole statue, um, it got settled, obviously, but... Do you think that the destruction of the statue in the show was a part of their agreement? Well, they destroyed the one that Faustus put up. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. But I'm talking about the original statue. Oh, of with the, the, oh, with the angels. Y- yeah, Baphomet. Of, 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 yeah, the Baphomet statue. Yeah. No, I doubt that has anything to do with it because that was really just a publicity stunt by that one group. Uh-huh. That was not the actual like satanic church. It was the satanic temple. And they just do that shit to try to get publicity. Oh, okay. They didn't. They, I guarantee, they had no rights to it, and it didn't. It wouldn't have mattered. Hmm. But it all were. I mean, it was all part of the the storyline as it was anyway. So now they have to get another statue anyway. So because Prudence did some sort of weird <laughs> magic <laughs> X type slice, but then sliced the statue's head off vertically or horizontally. I'm sorry. This is why we can't have nice things. Because <laughs> Prue will come around and chop its head off. Yep. Um, I'd like to know what their budget is for their statues. I mean, they're probably just styrofoam. They're not actual stone. I'm not talking about the studio's budget. I'm talking about the school's budget. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just conjure those statues up. And they're they're fine. Um, I'm amazed at their budget for everything on that show except for sound effects because there's one dude with that one soundboard that's in i'm pretty sure like what's the what's the apple program not garage band but <laughs> uh like iMovie and there's oh. just that one sound effect i thought i was watching CinemaSins everything wrong with videos every fucking <laughs> 5 seconds i was like Din. I was like, <laughs> did, did another video start? I don't. I, literally that, and then like the um, there was a couple of, of sound effects that were overused. I like the season much better than part one. Um, they didn't have to world build, so they were able to just kind of go into stories, and I liked it. I did. I binged through it. I think in in two days, and enjoyed it. But goddamn, I was thrown out of it by the sound effects. <laughs> Because it's sound effects that you hear in so many other videos. <laughs> Takes you out of it. That it's just like, I, seriously, the CinemaSins, like when you watch the beginning of an Everything Wrong With, and as it, like each word pops up, there's that, like, that, din, din, din. Gotham uses it. They're like, the scene transitions, and it fucks me up every single time. So I'm like, where do I know that? Oh, that's that sound. But seriously, like, they just need to up their budget for sound effects for the next season, <laughs> and I'll be okay. Take just a little bit from the statue budget <laughs> and put it into the budget for sound effects. So does that conclude our chilling adventures of Sabrina talk? Yeah. For the time being? For the time being. 
If you haven't had a chance to watch The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, head over to Netflix and uh, catch up today. All right, Josh. It is your turn. All right. So last night, I actually saw Hellboy. Um, and You and about 12 other people mm, in the world? Daddy Hellboy? Uh, yes. Okay, so... I feel like I have to support David Harper in pretty much everything he does because I'm secretly in love with him. You could support him just by Daddy. jerking off to his pictures on, your, on <laughs> Daddy, the Her- Daddy Harbour? Daddy Harbour. Zaddy Harbour. Yes. No. Yeah. Never, ever <laughs> is Zaddy allowed at this table. Carry on. <laughs> also, I'm seeing him next month, so I feel like I was kind of obligated to do so like i can't just meet him and then go like oh yeah i didn't watch your movie sorry because in the four and a half seconds you have in the same space with him he's gonna be like did you watch hellboy and you would have to lie so he would know he would never marry you going to be two interactions and i'm gonna make them count damn it (laughs) all right so fine in the 12 seconds total you have you want to make sure that you can't you don't lie to him yes got it are you gonna take your ticket stub for him to sign no because it was a so the, the ticket was like one of those BOGO things from my uh, phone plan. It was uh, like Ticket Tuesday. Yeah. And, and discount <laughs> ticket. You don't want him to know you wow, got a discount ticket. not even full price ticket. And it, and it wasn't he, even a stub. It was just a piece of paper <laughs> with a QR code on it. And then I guess he, instead of him, he'll give you discount daddy dick. That would be great. <laughs> it's not going to be him. It's just going to be a lookalike that he gives you a room number. To. It's a stunt double. I, I'm okay. I mean, so, get some dick out of, the, out of it, so that's fine. So, um... It currently has 14%. Uh, it's 14% rotten from Rotten Tomatoes, and only 61% of the audience liked it. Um, I am going to be a part of that 61%, and I got to figure out my Rotten Tomatoes account so I can actually log in and <laughs> contribute to that rating and get it up. <laughs> well, because I it might. Uh, t- every <laughs> vote counts. <laughs> every vote counts. Have you ever felt so passionately about a movie before? Oh, please. This isn't even passionate about a movie. <laughs> just, this is, he I, just kind of likes it. So I actually liked it, and I do want to see a sequel. And that's why like, I'm going to try to increase the rating. And I may go see it again, because <laughs> I want to help. Because <laughs> your discount BOGO ticket didn't really help towards their bottom line. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy full price <laughs> before they get to the dollar theater. Um... That's where I'd buy a full price ticket for it. <laughs> so there's a couple things that I actually really appreciated about the movie. While a lot of people go in and they compare it to uh, Gilmel Del Toro's uh, Hellboy. and I'm sorry. Can you, can you Gu- say that Gu- name again? <laughs> Guillermo, Guillermo <laughs> Del Toro. Guillermo. Let's, let's, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Say if I say it fast, it's just Gilmo del Toro. <laughs> All right, you're white. I Let's keep going. Gil- Gilmo del Toro is that, like his, is that his cousin that makes so, movies in a so garage? Tickle me, Gilmo. <laughs> I can't roll my R's. Anywho, <laughs> you're white. We got it. Keep moving. Yes. <laughs> so um, I, I went in and I I had no expectations. The trailer looked amazing. I did there was a small part of me that thought it wasn't going to be as good but that aside so one i just want to go ahead and this is just a little side note and i think it doesn't affect the movie but it 
from now on at this point I only like um the Spanish version of Rocky Like a Hurricane which was uh featured in a scene of the movie not sung by Gilmo de Toro <laughs> No, not sung by <laughs> Gilmo de Toro. <laughs> um so honestly the the whole entire movie while the writing could have used a little improvement overall it was very visually appealing to me and i mean just it was a fun movie so take with it what you will if if you've seen it but it, overall you know it was a fun movie um i liked the how it was a lot more open like it was trying to really open the universe of hellboy while the predecessor was a little bit more closed and i'll let you say the name um <laughs> gilmore de toro got it yes <laughs> yeah that's the name what, what, what's, me gilmore. why aren't you saying the name because <laughs> um but I thought the universe overall in the predecessor was a little bit more closed. It focused more on the centralized characters and, you know, the base plot line along with the origin. Now I didn't read a whole lot of the, the graphic novels. I only read like a, a couple um, here and there, and they were definitely not in sequence. So I only know of a couple characters, but I could tell, you know, what references were put in. Now, aside from the references to the graphic novel, there was just a lot of symbology and references to just fable and folklore in general. A lot of it was pretty heavy on Russian and German lore, but, um, I mean, there were just a lot of other elements, you know, with, like, uh, were jaguars, and there was a Triskelion, and, you know, just... To me, it was just, like, visually appealing with all the little Easter eggs and, and stuff that they had. If you have... N well, honestly, you should go see it if you haven't, because it's only been out, like, two weeks, I think. And it's lost $50 million. But there's <sighs> so few screens that it's on. It's hard to find time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad yet. <laughs> yet oh, and just yet, wait. ladies and gentlemen. Just wait. <laughs> Pretty much everything else is going to get knocked out of theaters when this weekend rolls around. Yeah, I was going to say so, within the next hour. So did uh, Mila Jovovich do a good job? So that was one of the things that I had less stellar um, opinion on. So I love Mia Jovovich and... That is actually how you pronounce her name. So I can Bitch, do that. I didn't oh. I listen. Did I, I can step do in that. to correct you? Oh. I can did do I that. step in to correct you? Just in case you were about I to. let he it go because I knew. He got Russian <laughs> names down. <laughs> I, strug I struggle with this. <laughs> Comrade got Russian names down. Gilmo <laughs> de Toro. I felt like her character or like the amount of exposure she had in the movie could have increased. Um she was included in the, the main backstory and drove the main plot line, but overall, like, she wasn't very present, you know, and she was present at the end, but it was just, it felt very short. Now, the whole entire movie is very fast-paced, which I liked. Now, the beginning goes off to a corny start. It definitely improved very quickly, um, but with her character, I, I felt like it could have just used a little bit more. She needed a multi-pass? She needed that multi-pass real, like, real bad. Was Albert Wesker trying to find her and kill her? <laughs> so, did a ghost girl tell her she was going to die down there? 
It's it was actually quite movie. the opposite. Damn. I was hoping we'd go over three different movie references. <laughs> I can't I can't remember Ultraviolet because it was so bad. It was really bad. I was like, I really only know her from those two movies anyway, so, so I wouldn't have known. Well, I mean, like all eight Resident Evil movies. I mean, <laughs> yeah. for fucking real. Now, she actually uh, went on Twitter, since we're talking about other movies that she's done, she actually went on Twitter um, to kind of defend the movie. And she was pretty much like, say what you will about the movie, but just so y'all know, in case y'all weren't aware, every single one of my movies that you've decided to bash was it became a cult classic. And she's like, every single one. Damn. She she ain't wrong. She isn't. No, not, absolutely. Yeah, the problem, though, with that is that they make no money, and then you get nothing else from them. Well, Resident so Evil that's all made, you have. Resident Evil made enough money to continue the series. But it wasn't a horrible movie in the first one or two. Right. By the third I mean, one, it wasn't Resident Evil. Well, they just kept still. remaking the same movie over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, the first Especially two the one where they really just good. kill her a hundred million times and, and dump her body into the little like ditch out in the back. <laughs> the other thing I really liked was the amount of blood and gore. Like, it was so much blood and i loved it and i honestly personal biases aside i thought david harbour's interpretation of the character was a lot of fun i i wasn't mad at it i miss the original daddy dick ron perlman (laughs) i mean i'll take ron perlman and i'll take david harbour tag team i mean i'll just watch them fuck right i mean they're really they can just wrestle i'm i'm cool with whatever watching you fuck him yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until his Miami PI outfit from season three of Strangers Thing comes out, and then I'm Girl. with his molestache, I'm down. Mm. Num, 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 num. I'm going to have to watch season three alone in the privacy of my own boudoir. Yeah. 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 You a hoe. <laughs> At least I ain't trying to get on my friend's uh, ex's dicks. Well, I mean, that's very true. <laughs> You're I noble. Have, You're noble. I, ha- I have some standards. No. Very true. All right. So does that conclude your Hellboy recap? Yes. All right. What do you give it flame-wise? Um, I would say... 472, David Harbour, if you're listening. I love you. <laughs> I would say a... Uh, I would say a solid four. All right. So better than us. <laughs> <laughs> on different levels. <laughs> but um, bum on, on different At levels. the table and the movie. <laughs> but um, bum but um, bum so, Pat, what's your first topic? <laughs> I am going to talk about a Netflix show. I, I've spent a lot of time catching up on my Netflixes. I watched all of Black Mirror. I watched two seasons in a movie over the last couple of weeks. I did over a couple of days, actually. Jesus, that's a lot of Black Mirror to take in all at once. Yeah. Really How you doing there, buddy? <laughs> Honestly, fine. I didn't really enjoy seasons three and four as much as one and two. I felt like the the premise shifted from how technology will like impact and kind of make society... take a turn for the worse yeah to here's some horror anthologies with technology involved yeah more like how people will misuse technology to like not even that yes i mean i I, some of it yes like nosedive i i believe i believe that one kind of felt in that same way because of the whole having to vote for or you know rate everybody as you interact with them yeah but there's more of a there's more of a people aspect to that yeah 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 yeah. so it's very much a a more of a human aspect versus like 
technology will eventually like corrupt society. Like I still, 15 million merits is still one of my absolute favorite black mirror episodes. And I watched Bandersnatch. How I was got a, that? I got a little frustrated at points because uh, you get a choice and sometimes it's just that you, it's not the right choice. And I get it's the choose your own adventure and you eventually get to a point where like, oh, well, you know, you died. So go back to this page and then you can kind of restart. But And that was interactive, wasn't it? Yeah. It's interesting. I got one of the, I guess, eight endings. So I don't know if I really feel ready to go back in and watch it again in order to try to get a different ending. Well, I'll try to uh, get some time and actually watch it myself, and and then we'll compare endings. Yeah, well, I mean, there, it's, well, <laughs> it's interesting. It's just <laughs> interesting. Um, so I caught up on on Black Mirror. I watched you, the show you, which when you post status updates and it's like you is fucked up and people are like what did i do it's like i put in there watching you on netflix like <laughs> read my activity <laughs> seriously look at the whole status update bitch not everything's about you <laughs> it's just about you and i was going to use that as one of my topics but then i realized that show really has no redeeming quality for any of the characters at all so i chose not to use that one so those i've caught up on but are not my choice for what is making my loins tingle. My loins are tingling for pop culture in the form of Special, which is a new series that is on Netflix. It is, I believe, and I, I could be completely wrong, so don't yell at your, your phone or in your car if you're listening, wherever you're listening to this. Or on the toilet. On the toilet. Um, this is the first of their short form original series it's a 10 episode series that i think the longest episode is 16 minutes oh wow so the entire season is two hours long and it's delightful they might actually not be 10 it might be eight episodes i think i think it might be eight yeah um so it actually is only two hours long so So it's like binging it's very easy steven universe in terms of timing of episodes yeah kind of yeah somewhat Yeah. yeah okay um, and like one thing is like 12 or 13 minutes. So it varies from about 12 to 16 minutes in length for each episode. It is based off of Ryan O'Connell's memoir. He is a homosexual man with cerebral palsy. And he is also the writer and the star of the show. And it kind of tracks his life as he attempts to get a job as an intern at a lifestyle website. And the adventures that follow because he doesn't want people to know that he has cerebral palsy because he doesn't want them to feel sorry for him or look at him differently because he's disabled. So he does um, have a an impediment in his walk um, and in his motor skills. But one of the things that happens within the first couple of minutes of the first episode is he gets hit by a car. So when he goes to work at this website, he tells them he tells one of the girls that he got hit by a car. She automatically assumes that that is what gave him these conditions. She then tells the boss that, oh, he was hit by a car. So then everybody then just basically is under the assumption that, oh, he was hit by a car and left with these disabilities. <laughs> and he doesn't correct them. 
because he doesn't want to be known as the guy with cerebral palsy. <laughs> nice. Just the guy that got hit by a car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and including writing an article about how, like, you know, his life has gotten better since he got hit by a car. <laughs> it's a very interesting take. Um, Kim is his, like, work bestie and is fucking hilarious. She drags him around and makes him experience these things that he is too shy to really kind of put himself out to uh to really do himself like he's talking to this guy on grinder and the guy wants to meet up and blah blah whatever kim drags him out to this pool party where he goes to get a drink at the bar and runs into this guy that he's been talking to on grinder so he goes over to her and he's like what should i do she goes sleep with him my answer is always going to be sleep with him Oh, I think I remember seeing that in the, one of the trailers. Yeah, well, and I, I when I was watching it, that was one of my status updates. It was phenomenal. Um, and she, she's like, "What? what she's like, what's the matter with that?" And she's like, "He's like, I'm really attached to this idea of dying alone." <laughs> and that's you know, it just shows life from a very different perspective, especially as a gay man. Um, and he gets really close to this one guy. It turns out he has a boyfriend. It's this whole interesting kind of dynamic that he has with these different characters and how it grows and how it affects his his work life and his relationship with his mother but it's a really cute show uh like i said it's only two hours long so to binge the whole thing doesn't take much time so check it out when you have a chance in a similar vein that just dropped today bonding is another short form uh netflix original Seven episodes, uh, 15, 16 minutes each. And it is about this gay boy from this gay man who goes to work for his high school best friend who is a dominatrix. And hilarity ensues. It's actually kind of cute. The trailer looked good. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, he fingers his uh, straight roommate at one point and then gets punched in the face when his girlfriend walks in <laughs> and this is what show uh bonded bonded oh, i'm sorry bonding bonding okay on netflix it just dropped today as we're recording this and uh again seven episodes at about 15 minutes each so i was able to binge it earlier today before we recorded seems nice. like i have some work to do yes all right so that is the end of our first round of pop culture topics just a reminder, you can find us on the intrawebs by going to flameonshow.com. We are Flame On Show on all of your favorite social media sites, including, I believe, we still have a Tumblr, even though like 12 people are left, and, and those are mostly just crazy white nationalists. Poor Tumblr. Poor, poor Tumblr. Rest in peace. Maybe we should just maybe we should take our Tumblr site down. <laughs> it it might it wouldn't it wouldn't be a bad idea. Just <laughs> take it out back, put it out of its misery. Seriously. Uh but we are on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, all of those places. So check us out by going to playmonshow.com, scroll to the bottom and click on our social links from there. If you are enjoying this show and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network. You can join in the family and help support our network because we are listener-funded entertainment by going to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show. And there you can become a patron by donating as little as $1 a month. And if you would like your money to come to us here at Flame On, 
then just leave a little note and say that you would like some of that money earmarked to come to us. We can't do it without you guys supporting us, and we thank you so much for that. We're so far. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, time for round two of our pop culture discussion. Fight. Ding, ding, ding. Let's go backwards. Josh. Oh, boy. Why don't you kick us off? So, speaking of video games. Vidya um, games? Vidya games. Vidya. Vidya. So, um, I don't know if I've mentioned it on a previous episode, but I have been shaken down and I got a Nintendo Switch. And... You My... shook yourself down, bitch. <laughs> she act like... You played yourself. She act like they Ray, came here return. and were like, hey... Not even. <laughs> buy this <laughs> shit. It was the money that uh, I got for covering Pat's oh. gigs. <laughs> <laughs> See, so it was all extra money. So really, it's a treat yourself moment. Right. I, I put it in a jar and, and then I was like, uh, everyone keeps telling me to get it. And uh... and have you been disappointed? No, in fact, I almost hate myself because <laughs> that's all I want to do. <laughs> um, so I currently only have three games for it: Zelda. Um, I just got Smash Brothers uh, for my birthday, and now I have Let's Go Pikachu. Boo! Uh, listen here, Eevee's better. Yeah, Eevee but you have better. Eevee. I know. And now you can get the exclusives. How we can't well, trade between games? We can't. No. Yes, we can. No. Yes. No. I just I just played a part that was telling me that uh, you can trade and like how to do it, and I skipped. The, right, I skipped well. the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> and I just skipped over it all. I I've been in a rush to get to uh, Fuchsia City. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which I think I don't. Meltan's waiting for you. Yeah, I don't even think I need it. I think I just need to send a Pokemon nope. to the Switch. Nope. You can only do that in the Go Park. You can connect your oh, you can connect okay. your game at any point in time. You can only transfer it at the Go Park in Fuchsia City. Oh, well, girl. Then yes, 
I need to need to hurry up. So I've been spending a lot of my t- uh, free time playing uh, my Switch, and I can't seem to finish a game. But now that I've gotten Let's Go Pikachu, <laughs> it's uh, pretty much pushed all the others to the side like the uh well zelda takes a while yeah it really does i've taken a year off zelda i mean i could kill i could easily kill so much time just hunting and forging and cooking yeah fuck that shit i need the game to be over with <laughs> i can get back to all of that just wait till you do the dlc and then you get the the motorcycle oh yeah uh, so much fun and then when you run out of gas you got to throw like apples into it you know what? I think it was on sale recently, and I'm mad at myself that I didn't get it. Uh, it's so good. DLC pack one is okay. Uh, DLC two is amazing. Can you get one without the other? No, it's all like the twenty dollars expansion pack. Oh, it's everything. Okay. I mean, and twenty dollars, honestly, that's psh, that's easy. I mean, on top of a sixty dollars game, but yeah. <laughs> well, my game was thirty dollars because uh, I got it on a special with the Switch. Well, good so. for you. Yeah. Come on. Come on, frugalness. Come on. Come on yeah, so, speaking of, that's actually um one of the things that, you know, was my hesitancy is that I'm I'm super frugal with money, but I have not regretted it. I had a $25 gift card for Walmart, so I ordered it online and I paid like half of it, half price for that cuz it also went on sale. So I really I played the original uh like red blue and yellow um back in the 90s and and i probably played each of the games up until diamond and pearl i got pearl i tried to play it i just at that point i was kind of phasing out of video games so it didn't grab my attention like the rest but i did later on play black so anyway sidetracking back to uh, sorry i'm really trying not to sing prince right now <laughs> So um, this is pretty much a another reboot for the original games, um, and it's honestly, in my opinion, the best adaptation or remake of the game. Eh. What? Eh. No. Eh. The only thing that I don't like about it uh, is the whole... Uh, catching system i do miss uh like fighting the other pokemon to weaken them because honestly this whole berry thing they're not as common as pokemon go and all these pokemon are assholes and they don't <laughs> chancy's like, a fucking bitch oh i know <laughs> Bi- and they get chancy comes out like early enough in the game where you don't really have good enough stuff to catch it and chancy's like hey and then you throw berries you throw balls and it's just like Bye. I think I went through probably 15 balls trying to catch it. And I was just amazed. I was like, wow, this is so early in the game. Because in the original, what's now the Go Park was uh, the Safari Zone. And that's the only place that you would be able to catch a Chansey. Um, I think the same goes for Rhyhorn, which was also really early in the game. But I just I like the graphics. I like the, the changes that they've made. And um, it's, it's just it's a lot of fun. Um, my favorite thing right now, also the reason why I got Pikachu is because mm-hmm. Growlithe is in it, and Growlithe is my favorite. Guess what? I have Growlithe in mine, too, so ha. Ha, whatever. <laughs> I have a Persian from a karate, like a karate guy um, from Vermilion. It should be the lady on the bench that gives you meow. Yeah, I didn't see a lady on the bench. I saw... Or uh, it might be a guy on the bench in your game. I don't it, know. It was like one of those dojo guys. Oh. Um 
but he was sitting in the bench uh, in Vermilion City, and he was like, "Do you like dogs or cats better?" I was like, "Oh yeah." So then it's, it's a guy in your game. It's a lady in mine. Oh, okay. so that's how um, they were game exclusive Pokemon in each version, Pikachu right. and in uh, Eevee. However, they do have a, they cross over with Growlithe and uh, Meowth and Meowth. Um, when you get to that part, when you get to that person on the bench, they ask you if you're a cat or a dog person, and then uh, they tell you to catch five of whatever the other one is. So it's like in your game, it would be five Growlithes, right? And, and they'll <laughs> give you a Meowth, and then with mine, it was catch um, five Meowths, and uh, she gave me a Growlithe. So. I'm surprised that she didn't give you an Arcanine because I got a flat-out Persian. I didn't get on Meowth. Like, fully evolved. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I might have an Arcanine. Mm. I forget which one I have. It's been a little while since I've played. Yeah, he he was like, catch five Growlithe. And I was like, <laughs> And you're like, I have 47 in my bag already. <laughs> I, I had like 15-ish. <laughs> um, because I... I I saw that like you have to catch multiples to get combo bonuses, so there was just a period where I ignored everything else. And For I a chance to get a shiny. And I, oh, you know what? I didn't think about that. No, I need to go back and start catching every single growth that I get. Um, well, this is where they start telling you that the combos increase your chance of one of them being shiny. Uh, I think the highest combo I've gotten was about 15, 16. Um, so like Pokemon Go, we still weren't getting shinies? No. <laughs> I, I'm I'm glad I at least got that shiny Baneri before Shh, Eric didn't get one. Stop rubbing it in. Oh. No shiny Baneri, no shiny shuckle. I didn't get no well, shiny I mean, shuckle either. You could sleep with Troy and he'll I'm sure he'll give you his extra. Oh right. <laughs> um Eric's like eh, maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does he even listen to the show? No. Oh. <laughs> so I wasn't the one he was all up on. That is very true. <laughs> Do you need help putting money in your meter for your car? Are you going to pay? <laughs> Do you need help sticking it in the slot? <laughs> so, yeah. Let's go, Pikachu. <laughs> Let's go, Pikachu. Um, so, the thing you're enjoying is the fact that you are riding. So, I may... Okay. I took the picture and I sent it to you and then I actually turned the game off. Um, so I saved right before I did because I know uh, that with Growlithe, you have to evolve him with a Firestone. So, de- But determining when to evolve him is kind of crucial because Growlithe learns exclusive moves at levels that he can't learn once you evolve it. And that goes for some other uh, t- Pokemon as well. So I'm waiting a few more levels uh, d- till I actually evolve him, but the brief two minutes that I that I did have an Arcanine and I was writing him was the best two minutes of my life. Sounds so dirty. It really does, but there's no other way to say it. Oh. Um, you sexual. <laughs> so the, Is that a new finisher in Mortal Kombat 11? <laughs> no. Didn't they have bestialities at one point? Uh, yeah, but like they turned into animals. And yeah, yeah, well, I mean, they didn't have sex with animals until they died. But. <laughs> yeah, they did. They have that in friendships. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about and babalities. Oh, Jesus, gross. This is what video <laughs> games has become over the years. Seriously. Um, but yeah, some of the changes that that I've really enjoyed is the fact that you can alternate the Pokemon that actually walk outside with you. Like the mm. closest thing to that before was Yellow, and I 
think in one of the reboots later down the road you could you could do it. Um, but again, it was like like one specific Pokemon. So this one you can change out and you get to interact with them. I do wish that the whole play with Pikachu feature was like it it gave you the option to play with the one that's out of the Pokeball. Um, because I would kind of ignore Pikachu <laughs> and just pet Growlithe. Um, but I think that's that's a pretty interesting it's feature. It's not Let's Go Growlithe. It's they Let's Go make, Pikachu. Nintendo make Let's Go Growlithe. Um, but I I like that the, the there's this whole like special technique thing you don't because ha- what used to be HMs where you have to teach it a move and sacrifice one of your four for this uh ability. So now it doesn't require that, which I think is awesome. Um. And I recently got past like the Team Rocket hideout in Celadon, and there was a point where you actually have to like step on a chair, and then you get to play as Pikachu for a minute to to you know climb mm-hmm. on. And I was like, oh, this is like a completely new thing for the game. Like you never got to do anything like that, and it wasn't. I mean, it was still a basic platform, but you never got to to interact with the scenery before. So I thought that was a really cool feature. Um, but overall, I've just I. I'm really glad I ended up buying it, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Nice. Nice! Are you excited for Sword and or Shield? I um, am. Sword. Yes and no. So, I'm not like sh- quite sure how I feel about the new starters, and I, I feel like every generation, they seem to get... Like, they look like they, they're starting to run out of ideas. But little Sobble. I was gonna say, yeah, everyone's like fr- freaking Sobble. out about Sobble, and then Fire Bunny. I think the Fire Bunny is probably the cuter one, and I I think that I might go with that one. But I like I like my Pokemon to have depression. Sweet little Sobble. I want I want my po- my Pokemon partner to reflect how I feel inside. That's why I usually travel with Snorlax. Oh, I can't wait till I get that Snorlax. I'm so excited. Well, and um, as you were saying before, you liked when you had to, you know, battle the Pokemon before you could catch them. There are still those uh, pieces in there. Oh, really? Snorlax, um, Zapdos, oh, uh, okay. Articuno, Mewtwo. Like, there's there's battles that you have to do. Okay, so it's a little bit more selective. It's only like these the big. Um, I don't. Want, I was gonna say legendary, but the ones that you can't get in the wild. Yeah, because okay. I mean, well. Not necessarily, because eventually Snorlax becomes uh, available in the wild. Okay. So I guess that's more so like the ones that are it's part your, of the story. It's your legendaries. So you have Articuno, Zapdos, and then Snorlax, because he's blocking your path, and Mewtwo. The other thing I do want to admit is I, I do like what they've done with the whole rivalry thing. Um, so in the past, it's always been some douchey rival. But this one you're actually friends with, and... Uh, like when it comes to the SSN tickets, like you got to, you got two of them, you got to give one to uh, your friend. So I think it's just, I think it's a little bit cooler that it, the dynamics changed. Um, but they still pit him as your like frenemy. Well, yeah, but I mean, like it's your rival, right? Of course, it's the rival, but you're actually like friends. Yeah, you know, as opposed to some asshole, you know, like in Red and Blue, or you know, the Gary character, or you know, smell you Blue. later. Now he did still do that, which I thought was really cool. But like in the original games, all the rivals were just assholes. Well, so except for the Alolan one, the Alolan one was like your your best friend. Oh, I haven't played that one. Yeah, 
But I, I also do like that you can trade uh, the Cantonian versions for the Aloans. Yeah. So that's been pretty cool. I that's actually... how I got my Marowak. That was my first time seeing an Aloan Marowak. And I fell in love. Where do I have to go to get that? <laughs> uh, one of the, There's one of the towns inside oh. of the Poke Center. Yeah. It's, there's a guy that's like, I'll trade my Aloan Marowak, or uh, my Aloan Marowak for, for your Kanto Marowak. And I was like, yes, here you go. Oh, send him on his way. The cinematics were another thing that I liked. The little, yeah. the little scenes. I think they're cute. Yeah. Um, I have a low end graveler right now, which I'm super excited. But the only thing that sucks is I forgot. I got so used to Pokemon Go that I forgot that certain Pokemon you have to trade in order to evolve. I don't know what that means. So yeah. like Graveler, um, Kadabra, um, Haunter, Haunter, Machoke, like. All of these Pokemon, they only evolve into their final form when you trade them. So during that trade process, after the trade's completed, so like if I were to trade, you know, one of those to you, as soon as you get it, it evolves. Interesting. Yeah, and that's the only way to get that ev- evolution. They introduced that in X and Y. This is no, that was an original. Yeah, that was it from the original. Thing. Yeah, was it from the original? Because oh, yeah. you had to give the cable between the two Game oh, Boys. Okay. I kind of missed the cable. Like you were, yeah. you were tethered. Like you had to yeah. be close. Yeah. Well, good. And uh, on a fun note, uh, Josh, Eric, and I have been doing a lot of walking yes. and raiding with Pokemon Go over at Lake Eola. I am six, over six kilometers into my 20 kilometers walking with Phoebus. I think I'm about nine something. I... I'm still mad that I hatched 104 eggs during this <laughs> extravaganza, <laughs> and not a single Magikarp came out of any of them. I didn't get a single Magby. I got like a few Elekids, but yeah, so fucking like nine or so, nine or more Igly buffs. If I see another Igly buff, it'll be too soon. I got a bunch of Smoochums. That's that's yeah, one that Smoochums. I, uh, I got like two Elekids. Ugh, craziness. But 104 eggs in that one week. Crazy. What are you doing? Craziness. But anywho. What are you actually doing with your time now that you've completed all of your <laughs> special crying in a corner? I told you this would be a text message. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, I need to I, I really need to get back out and like I need to keep on doing the walking and doing the, the raids and like just getting out and because as as goofy as it is and as as nerdy as you might want to call it, it's actually been really good for me to get out and one, to get spend time with you guys. Two, I'm outdoors and I'm walking, so my fat ass actually gets some exercise. So, <laughs> you know, it's it'll tone down a little bit, but I still think you know at least one day out of the weekend, heading over to Yola and just doing a couple of laps around the lake is uh, is a good little way to spend some time. Absolutely, I agree. And uh, then I can eventually evolve my Phoebus. So, all right, very good. Let's go and uh, our in depth uh, talk about video games right there. BJ, what is your next topic? A good video game. Oh. <laughs> Shut your You're face. a cunt. Wow. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I've been. I picked up. Um. Devil May Cry Five on a whim. I thought you said a good video game. I did right? say a good video mm. game. Devil May Cry Five mm. is a good video game. She she doesn't mm. know what good is. Mm. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Waluigi is a Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Danny DeVito's penguin showed up. I wasn't sure what happened. But uh no, it's actually it's it's interesting because they 
Like, they had Devil May Cry 4, where they introduced Nero, um, who has some sort of tie to Dante, and they never really even touched on it. They were just like, you got a demon arm. That's weird. And then they just parted ways. Um, and this one, you play as three characters, so you've got, you've got Dante, um, you've got uh, Nero, who, uh, spoiler alert, gets his arm ripped off before the game even begins. The demon arm? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, somebody decides that, no, I want that. Um, but the cool thing is you have a character named Nico who builds him all these fucking weird as shit arms. Um, you've got one that like freezes time. Uh, you've got one that <laughs> we call it the, me and a friend call it the pasta spinner. Um, it looks like a fork and it's a, it's a drill arm. Uh, you've got one that's literally a robot, like robot launch, like launcher, like a punch launcher arm. And you can supercharge them, but it destroys them, so you only have a limited number. Uh, but you can, uh, when you do the, the the fist one, you actually hop on it and ride it around. Um, so just Nero's portion of the game is just absolutely absurd. Uh, and then you have a new character named V, who um, summons familiars to do the actual fighting, but they can't kill the other demons. You have to deal the finishing blow. Is it for Vendetta? You know what? Kind of, actually. Okay. Just checking. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, you've got um, and it's it's pretty simple storyline. It's new new demon king comes, fucks everybody shit up. Um, but you switch between these characters. I thought it just stopped. Uh, demon king comes and just fucks everybody. I mean, he is a tentacle. That's the, the devil tentacle. may cry or the devil may come oh. porn parody. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's actually and for, uh, somehow they incorporate all the lore, even from the really bad like DMC anime movie. Oh. No, they uh they, they uh, that was the thing I was surprised that they released a fifth one because I thought that they were just gonna continue on with DMC. Yeah, because that was a reboot, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was uh, and it was. I actually really liked it because the battle system was a little bit smoother. Yeah. Um, this one's really good though. It's um the they changed up Dante's style system where you can just change to it on the fly. So you can switch weapons and change uh, battle styles, hmm. like right at the drop of a hat. So it's 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 a little annoying because like I want to do all the things and be as cool as possible to get those ratings up. Like you were on DMC, yeah. Um, but uh, Nero, you really have to kind of strategize because if you fuck up and you're like, oh look, I'm missing an arm now permanently. Um, then you kind of just kind of suffer through until you get uh get to a shop point, which is always fucking hilarious because it's a phone and it's he calls Nico and her van either comes through a wall. Maybe it'll fall through the ceiling. You don't know. It just almost always runs you over. And that's the kind of the, the thing it always does, which is great. <laughs> um, But yeah, it's uh it's a lot of fun. And then they have um the DLC, I believe, already dropped. Uh, which I don't think is story based. It's more arena based, so it's pretty. I think it's pretty cheap. It's like six bucks or something like that. Um, feel free to let us know on the Facebook page. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a really fun game. Uh, I'm almost. I'm ninety nine percent done with it. Um, it's no. It's not any major depth. Um, spoiler alert: V is Virgil. Um, they tell you like right at the beginning of the game. <laughs> He's just kind of standing there, and I'm like, "Bitch, what are you doing? Still alive?" Um, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Nice. 
I haven't played a Devil May Cry game since the first one, so I don't know who any of these people are. Except Dante. You know Except Dante. Virgil was the brother, right? Yep. Yeah. You can okay. pretty much jump into this one and they're like they're just like business as usual. So So you don't have to play any of the prior I mean games. you would you would have a better understanding of Nero's character if you played four, but really you don't because since they really don't tell you who he is until this game, uh-huh. like all you know is that he got a demon arm and Yamato's in it, and that's it. I'm still stuck on the fork arm because all I can think about is tossing salad. Pasta spinner. I love pasta spinner arm. I just heard that you uh, hop on it and ride it. <laughs> and then I was like, it better not be your, your best friend's ex. You ride on it. It's fist. If it's their fist, is it okay? No. Nope. <laughs> so no dick, no fist. Just stay off your best friend's ex. Just just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Or you'll get chlamydia and die. And if you don't get it from them, it'll just be a pox on your children. <clears throat> oh no, we're not we're not giving hexes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Alright, so Devil May Cry five. Eric, what is your second pick? It's another movie. But this <gasps> so time we're, many go- movies. we're going to the Wayback Machine. Oh, my goodness. All the way back to 2016. Oh, girl. Oh my God. So I love far. that Eric is just trying to catch up on 2016. Right uh, before everything right. fell apart. Exactly. Um, when there was still hope in the world. Mm. <laughs> and this movie came over from Japan, anime, called Your Name, uh, which is beautiful looks uh it's not really studio ghibli-esque it's more kind of i'm not gonna say lifelike because it's 2d hand-drawn but it's not too fantastical as far as like crazy fantasy creatures no robots like flying through the air nope just this girl who lives in a small country town this uh, kid, this guy who lives in Tokyo, and it seems like every other night they swap bodies. So all of a sudden they wake up in the morning, and the guy is trapped in the girl's body. And has oh to... my god! So it's was... kind of like Ron Mahaf, but minus the water. Was Kesha yeah. living this when she said she woke up in the morning feeling like P Diddy? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, but neither one washes their or te- brushes their teeth with a bottle of Jack. Well, damn it! Uh, They're not living their best lives. No, it's true. But because they don't know who the other one is, and they don't really remember what happens after a time, um, they have to leave each other notes, basically saying how I screwed up your life today. So <laughs> that way, when that's, they when they get back to their that's very regular polite, body, right? <laughs> They could go up to their friends and be like, okay. Or, and there's a twist uh, about three quarters of the way through uh, where it turns out she's been dead for three years. And then, Creepy. He, and then he has to somehow use the body switching time travel to save the town that was exploded when a comet landed on it. And With a giant robot. No. Wah. Is that how she died? Yeah. Oh. She was in in the small country town that 
part of this comet that comes by only every like 750 years, part of it broke off and landed and smashed the town. Um, but there is a happy ending. But it's it's an emotional movie. It's just good, and I like it. Did you cry? No. Liar. It was a little dusty in the room, though. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> You so, felt feelings. We don't feel <laughs> feelings here at Flame On Podcast. So it was kind of like uh, the Lake House meets Ron Mahaff, and I don't know if actually any of you at the table know Ron Mahaff, but I know of it. I've never seen that it, anime. Is older than your parents. We know exactly where Rama One Half is. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name. Yeah, well, I know where Rama One Half. Okay, yeah. so we're okay. That was your name. It actually sounds interesting. I, I think I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's really good. I can lend it to you if you want. Okay. Uh, Do people's clothes explode when they eat food? No. Oh, I'll pass. Is it sub or dub? Yeah. It's either one. Oh, thank God. Whichever you like. But the English dub is pretty good. Is it sub or dom? (laughs) Because I have trouble reading and watching. Uh, Yeah, but it's it's funny because she doesn't... One of the things she does to screw up his life is she, being from the small country hick town doesn't get to have like these decadent um, gourmet desserts. Oh. So she likes to go to tea shops and spend all his money on oh. all these desserts. Well, that's just rude. Yeah. I was going to say she I'm probably made him fat, but... But then he wakes up every morning in her body and feels her up. Cause, like, I got boobs now. So that's... <laughs> that's yeah. Like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... There were a lot of things I could have picked for this second choice. <laughs> I give it four flames, by the way. Oh, four Thanks flames. Thanks for asking. I didn't, after, after that last sentence, I did not even care. <laughs> I got boobs now. <laughs> so do I. I was so, going to say, I think we all do. <laughs> moobs. Mm. Just, Don't hide them. I was just adjusting. God damn. This is a body positive household. So my choice. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving swiftly along. <laughs> I want to give an honorable mention to the Umbrella Academy, which I finally watched. Yay! Took me a while, Yay. but I got there. Um, I really have been trying to go through and watch stuff that I had not watched yet, and uh, I, I think I'm doing pretty good. Um, I what made me think of it was when you said about the piece of the comet. And it made me think of the piece of the moon. Yeah. Um, In the giant chunk. Dad sent me to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) That monkey body was the worst fucking thing I have ever seen in my life. It was horrible. His monkey body? You don't like his monkey body? So bad. It's mostly monkey body. So bad. So bad. His sweaty monkey body. You don't want to cuddle with him? No, I like him that hairy. It just looks ridiculous. But I mean, know. his body in the comic. Have you seen what his body is in the comic? No, but I'm assuming that it's just as ridiculous. It's it's. So this is based on a comic. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, is it also created by Gerard Way? It is. The comic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he wrote it. Oh, I didn't even know that. I haven't seen it, but I know that. Continue, <laughs> Pat. <laughs> oh, um. I liked it. I just felt that there. I I 
felt like I wanted a little bit more closure at the end of the first season. Um, it it felt like a not enough closure to get me to where I wanted to be at the end of the first season. But overall, it was cute, so I liked it. Um, Vanya was justified in her actions. Which actions? All of them. I heard a rumor. <laughs> I watched the new season of Queer Eye. Yay! Tears. Which, all the tears. All the cry. I'm like three episodes in. <laughs> I I cried, but not. I don't think at the same points that other people did. Um, I thought it was a, a pretty good season. Um, the widower with his sons. <sighs> that one almost got me. The Holy black, crap! The black girl almost mad, got you. That one almost got me. When he started talking about how like they had they propped her up against the tree because she wanted to not be like in the wheelchair during doing that, those photos. Uh huh. Fucking lost it. <laughs> MVP of this season is Bobby because Bobby got her card signature. Yeah. When they opened up the yeah. fucking <laughs> lid, that's what almost got me. And it had her writing, and I was like. Be, be good to each other and oh. i was like that almost got me right there that hit me right in the gut oh my god good on you bobby usually it's karamo i watch out for and it makes me cry but this time it was bobby but then also uh ms jones at the dentist oh my god that one got me <laughs> yeah that one actually got me where she was just smiling after the work was done she was Have so you happy seen either of those episodes yet i've only seen like the first two or three I don't remember which one's the barbecue. Three is the barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you can actually buy that sauce on Amazon now, I think. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, Nina West just went there. Yes. Yes. Nina West is going to be at Parliament House very Yay. soon. I'm excited. Uh, I'm not excited for the two other people we have for White Party that night, but whatever. <laughs> it's uh, not silky anymore, is it? It's silky and uh, Rasha. Uh, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just going for Nina. And then we have a curious uh, like they're gonna do two group, weeks later. They're going to do group photos, aren't yeah. they? Ugh. Yeah, it's all three of them. Ugh. Uh, yeah. I just want so, Nina. Just do some cropping. Or Andrew has it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I was I, I definitely got taken in. The, uh, the lesbian who couldn't afford to go to college... Which now uh, can go she, to. She got a whole bunch of donations I and know, actually is finishing is, school. As Ugh. many colleges as she wants to now. <laughs> That's so fantastic. Good for her. Uh, it, it just, it was, it definitely was uh, all warm and tingly all over. Uh, but I'm going to throw out Game of Thrones. It is back. Yay. And it, we are, as of this recording, two episodes in. Yay. Uh, two out of six. So, so this weekend is going to be the saddest weekend across <laughs> Because if you haven't realized, yeah. and I mean, this will be coming out on Friday. We're recording this two days before uh, it drops. It is Avengers Endgame weekend as well. There are showings tonight. There, it's, they've been since Monday. Monday was the purple carpet <laughs> premiere. Yeah, and depending on press and early like fan events and whatnot, it's been going on since Monday. And again, hashtag don't spoil the end game. Just and hashtag Thanos still demands your silence. Yes. Be like Doctor Strange. <laughs> he saw Endgame four, four million times. Fourteen million six hundred and five thousand <laughs> times. And not one spoiler. <laughs> uh, and episode three is the Battle of Winterfell, where the Night King's army has uh finally made their way to Winterfell. 
And uh, apparently we are going to see on Sunday the longest battle in cinematic history. It took them 55 nights to film 85 minutes of battle. Is it only 85? Well, I also heard that this episode is going to be the longest of the series. Well, they promised longer episodes. There's only six in this season. And the first two are like... a. 50, 55 minute episodes, yeah. and I'm like, where the fuck are these longer episodes? Because I think this one's supposed to be like close to 90 minutes. Well, good, because it's about time. <laughs> I've been waiting for more, and but the first two episodes have rolled through. There's been a lot of reunion, there's been a lot of very fan oriented moments, a lot of staring. <laughs> My favorite fucking video of all time is that boxer in the window. <laughs> <laughs> People walking through Winterfell. <laughs> Bran. <laughs> Just staring at which, everybody. Which, did you hear about how he gets to stare so weird? No. He wears glasses, and he won't wear contacts. <laughs> so he can't see anything <laughs> when he's acting. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. Hey, uh, the character, your lines need to go over here. Well, I can't fucking see! <laughs> No, they just turn his head in the direction they want him to stare absentmindedly at, and it's perfect. Like, director comes over, just gonna turn you over here. All right, action and go. <laughs> we just left him in the courtyard all night. <laughs> oh. oh no! And the cast just wanders off and goes and has like lunch, and he just leaves him there. Oh, uh, hello. But- <laughs> Are, are we still rolling? I mean, he's not <laughs> blind, bitches. He can see <laughs> things, I'm sure. He just sees the extras, like, milling about. But, like, I'm sure, like, Sophie Turner and them are just, like, standing behind him, like, what you gonna do, bitch? He ain't doing nothing. And then, like, wander off. We don't know how bad his eyesight is. I mean, if I took my contacts out right now, you'd all just be blurs, but still. You wear contacts? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm just a vain motherfucker, and I don't want to wear my glasses. How Why? How People look better with glasses, glasses on. Ugh. How long have you been friends with Pat, BJ? Oh, my God. When, when was it you were sitting in the living room and we were that, like, who listen, are you? Listen, <laughs> you still did not say anything to me that time. And I that was, was like, like in I, 2010. I was like, I don't know. I, well, because I had seen you before, but I was like, crap. I forgot to say hi last time because I was running out the door. Now it's awkward. So I just left it awkward it, until Matt was like, did you meet Pat? And I'm like, I knew him when he was in the house. Hi. <laughs> Eric, did you know? See, we're your real friends. Exactly. Okay. We know. Exactly. Now I know weakness. So, two episodes in, take your eyes. we have had the big reveal right before the battle starts. Jon Snow is told Danny. Yep. And uh, she was less worried about the fact that she's been fucking her nephew and more about the fact that you're the heir to the throne. <laughs> Good times. Yup. Well, she's been dreaming of the Iron Throne a lot longer than they've been fucking. I know, but still. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. 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 Also, oh. also I mean, someone in her position, wouldn't you be kind of happy that, yay, there's another one of me? I mean, her. That I've been s- bouncing on his dick. Have you seen her brother? I mean, have you seen her family? Most of the men in her life? Like, I would be a little, I w- if I was Danny, I would be a little bit wary of, like, dudes in my family, regardless of whether or not I was porking them. 
and be like, the last one, like, pretty much whored me out. So... Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would just be... And then then there's the flip side that, like, all the good ones in my life pretty much die. So I'm sure she's got some conflicting emotions, and it'll be very interesting to see how she plays the game. She just was more like, um, so you have a claim to the Iron Throne. Who told you this? Your brother and your best friend. All right. Arya's not the only one with a list now. (laughs) (laughs) Although Arya just added three names to her list. Oh, you know what she checked off her list? (laughs) Losing her virginity. Nothing's better than Sophie Turner's Instagram video of her being like, so HBO decided to give y'all a little Easter treat by hop, hop, hopping in that pussy. And that's the tea. Oh Lord! Hop hop on that pussy. Uh, Maisie's tweet though about like, so y'all were a little were were a little weirded out about that scene, huh? Well, my mom, my stepdad, my brothers are probably all seeing it too. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> that, I was like, oh yeah, I love I love Maisie. But I just love the fact that like I, I, the thing I kept on seeing after this last episode was, you know, you, you, it's it's amazing that with a show like this incest murder the undead nobody bats an eye at but you know a 22 year old woman takes her clothes off and everybody's all weirded out and like well because she's not 22 in the show she's 18 in the show but still <laughs> because she's not Danny a- was what 15 when she was porking cal drogo because she's not She's not hot enough to straight weird dudes to sexualize. That's only for the hot ones. No, you, you know not what the I think ones it that is? look like a boy. I think it also is because she looks a lot younger than she is. Well, yeah. she does. It's not even so much that. It's the fact that we've watched her grow up. When you've watched, it's like yeah. watching your little sister. Your little sister, where, you know, go from you know twelve to eighteen, and all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, keep your clothes on, please. Spoiler alert, all y'all sisters of Hazes. Listen, listen, listen. The only needle you need to be touching is your sword. Okay? Nothing else. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, Gendry pretty much offered touch, it up to her at I one point. I Gendry's sword. So, I mean, it's technically hers if she wants it. I mean, he I gave was consent not mad about at it. At some point. I was not mad about did it. Did he give consent, though? If he didn't <laughs> want her to do it, he shouldn't have dressed like that. Kitty got a kitty got a itch. She got a scratch, and she's uh, the only post around. So he was has, at, has so he's asking for it. Has anyone exactly? Else, has anyone else seen Lady Bird? No, I just added it. I found out it's on Prime. So I I've need added to. It to my list. Yeah, I need that. Uh, that there's a quote from Lady Bird that would have been perfect. Huh. You mean better than hop 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 in that pussy? Yeah. Well, no, but. <laughs> quick little like itty bitty prime segue and i'm like just gonna point this out if you haven't seen fleabag on amazon prime you need to like immediately but continue all right well i'm not the red woman so take your own bloody pants off so all i have to say <laughs> <laughs> uh so we we had some really really cute scenes brianna of tarth is now a knight of the seven realms about damn time um Tormund talked about suckling on a giant's teat for months. Giant's milk. <laughs> oh, and then poured beer all over himself. Was it beer? Because it looked like more milk. <laughs> or it was milky beer. I don't know. It was a, it was a giant's it was milk a stout. stout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's been a lot of very like 
bringing everything together to now just fuck our our lives all the way up. So the the Battle of Winterfell, you know not everybody's getting out of this. So Go to the crypts. It'll be the safest place. Go to the crypts. It'll be the safest place. Go to the crypts. Everybody's going to be safe there. Everybody's going to be safe in the crypts. I don't With th- the crypts? I, I don't think people are going to be safe in the crypts. Well, I mean, There's is the Night King the only there. one that can raise the dead? Because I don't think he's there. Honestly, I don't think he's at that battle. Oh, yeah. So if the there, Night King is, is the only one that can raise the dead... He's got an express. He's got an express elevator with him right now, so I think, he can be I think, anywhere. I think the individual, the ones on horses... like The, the, the generals? Yeah, I think they can. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, then they're fucked. But I, yeah, we're sending all the women and children down to the crypts with the dead corpses to fight an undead army that raises the dead and has them fight for them. Yeah, but, sounds about right. There's no like official rules anywhere, like, even in the books, <laughs> because it hasn't gotten to this point in the books. Well, yeah. So, um, but some people say that they can only raise people that they themselves have killed. killed. Mm. Actually, yeah, I think that is the case um, because or, we've only seen them yeah. raise people or things that they have killed themselves yeah. or or those in their thrall. Right. So if so if so if they send somebody digging down in there to like poke at the corpses, then maybe. Yeah. Mm. But you're not the first person to say that they don't think the Night King is there because a lot of people online seem to be thinking that. Yeah, I've watched a couple of videos. Uh, I'm not versed enough in the the show to really like speak on theories, but I, I've heard that and I kind of feel like that might be because Cersei is still down in King's Landing with the the Golden Army. Yeah, some some people think that he's taking a trip down there to say hi. Yeah, I I'm kind gonna of kill you now. And yeah. steal your people. I wouldn't be surprised about that, to be completely honest. I'm going to steal your elephants. (laughs) I wanted those elephants. He's going to bring them back and then be like, look, baby, I brought these back. What else can I bring back for you? Be my queen, bitch. I mean, I don't think that's what his voice sounds like. It's more like cracking ice. But that's what it looks like. That gif of him doing the shoulder (laughs) shoulder shimmy. (laughs) Exactly what it is. So, yeah. So... Nerd fandoms across the globe are going to be very, very emotional this weekend with the Battle of Winterfell and Endgame all happening on the same weekend. All the people gonna die, Eddie? Oh, so sad. So sad. So, yeah. So, that's my my take for the month of April. Don't forget, if you are enjoying our show... Head on over to flameonshow.com and follow us on all of your favorite social platforms by scrolling to the bottom and clicking on the links there. And if you would like to become a patron and help support the Nerdy Show Network and our show in particular, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and become a patron there. You can even leave a little message and earmark some of that money to come directly to our show. And we appreciate all of your support. Before we wrap up for the night... Let's do a quick round robin of our one-ups for the month of April. These are the things that are giving us life. 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 So let's go back around the other way. Eric. Uh Uh-huh. What do you have in store for us as your pick of the week? I've been enjoying... The record of the year, as said by the Grammys. 
uh, Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour. Ooh. Yeah. You know, you want to know something real quick about Casey Musgraves? What's that? A friend of mine was on tour with her. Really? Yes, Miss Emily Cobb of Orlando, Florida. Well, I mean, she was she's from South Florida, but she's you know been yeah, in yeah, Orlando yeah. for a long time and now lives in Nashville. Uh, uh, joined up with a band named Sinclair and did the second half of uh, Casey Musgraves. Uh, was it Golden Hour tour? I think it was. I think so. Yeah. So the second half of the tour, she played the Ryman Auditorium with her and everything. It was awesome. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And after listening to uh, the CD, which most of it is pretty mellow country, seems like there's only really one up tempo song, I would say, which is High Horse. Yeah. <laughs> which. I still am angry about Drag Race not using this as the lip sync song when Casey Musgraves was a guest judge. I understand it was the whole storyline redemption arc for Valentina to win using um, an Ariana Grande. I was kind of digging that. I was like, bobbing my head. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to pay for rights. (laughs) 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 We, We keep these tunes to a minimum. Um... But High Horse is really good. The other... Uh, does it not take you back to Provincetown? It does. Because <laughs> that was one of my four jams for last <laughs> summer. Uh, the other song I really like is the other single that was uh, dropped off, which was Space Cowboy. Are we going to hear an interlude of that as well? Cowboy. so pretty Uh, but I really just appreciate Casey Musgraves social media savviness Uh, (laughs) because she has she embraces all of it and knows how to capitalize on everything like you were saying earlier that sequence of when she won the Grammy for record of the year and she had that whole what me I don't get it but but it wasn't even so much (laughs) just that like that was fine but then like her face did this weird like like weird tick where her eye got like real droop like her eyelid got real droopy and it looked like almost like she was having a bout of Bell's palsy for a second yeah and it's like no and she took that still and turned it into merchandise. And there is a pop socket with her face with that little like crazy droopy eye. <laughs> like and she, I just she pokes fun that. of herself, and it's great. Yeah. And the fact again, I'll bring back up Drag Race. The fact that she came in such a look with a lasso, even like she was. I'm gonna go and drag to Drag Race when it's my turn. Well. You uh, you do know that at the end of All-Stars 4, both Trinity and Monet were scheduled to appear in Chicago at Roscoe's for the viewing party. And they went to Casey Musgrave's concert instead. And World of Wonder had them change plans last minute to go to... Yes, there's the pop socket. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I want this so bad. <laughs> uh, yes, they they had to change their plans last minute, cancel the gig at Roscoe's, 
and flew out to LA to uh, have Casey Musgraves bring them out on stage when they were announced as uh, dual winners. Which, going back, I didn't really pay as much attention. I guess I was in the moment when it happened. I did not realize how badly that editing was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I went back it, and watched it, that episode it, again and was like... It was atrocious. It was horrible. They in no way ever filmed a double crowd. Oh no. Nope. They they filmed individual... <laughs> they filmed two individual wins and then split screened them horribly together <laughs> to make one ending. <laughs> Which just goes to show you, that was never the plan. Nope. <laughs> All right, so Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour, Record of the Year, Album of the Year. It won all both of those. Was it Album of the Year? Yeah. Because I want to say, I think Record of the Year is for a specific song, and then Album of the Year is the full album. It's right. weird. Like it, the way... it, it won a couple, like, but I think it won. Like, it might have song. Might have been Song of the Year and it, Album yeah, of the Year. Yeah. Very cool. We'll swing it over to BJ. What is your one up this month? I have another music one up. Um, a couple days ago, I believe it was, uh, it may have been this past weekend or was it last week? I think it was last week and or Tuesday. Tuesday, yep, it was last Tuesday. Um, digitally, I guess we just found out. Um, digitally, Lizzo's new album "Cause I Love You" just came out. I don't want to even hold right no more. I don't even right to that 15 second mark, aren't you? <laughs> Just under 25. All right, thanks. <laughs> but uh, no, oh, that, that opening, fucking yeah. I'm crying because I love you. Oh, oh wow, gets me. We actually the harmonized there for a split <laughs> yes. second. Um, but no, it's very, it's a very, very positive album. Um, she's always had a lot of songs that are very, um, especially a lot of body positivity songs. Uh, in fact, the album cover is her just sitting there naked. Um, well, a lot of her photo shoots and whatnot have been that she's just been naked. She's very, she's very proud of her body. And one of my favorite things about her is that on Halloween this past year. There was a video she did with some friends where she's dressed as Sailor Moon, and she's like, "In the name of the Moon, I will punish you." And she turns around and like starts twerking, <laughs> and then plays the flute. The flute, and then yeah. starts yep. playing the flute because uh, she is a prof- she is a professional flautist. Um, the video uh, was the Legend of Lizzo, I think is the title of the video. Yep, where they're in like this jazz club, and then she has to, she uh, gets up to. With the the host or the MC comes over and wants her to play play the flute and she's like no 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 I can't and then pulls it out of her sleeve. <laughs> it's the whole anchor bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then just starts like stepping over people's tables and then like slides under on her back underneath a stall while this woman is it was using the bathroom. Just, Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's she's uh she's probably one of my favorite um newer music artists she's been around for a little bit um but this album is absolutely phenomenal um my top song p- song picks are probably um soulmate and juice i actually listened to tempo this morning so remember when i was in new orleans and you guys had that uh link to the tempo yeah. music video yeah and i was like oh i'll have to listen to it you're like yeah so 
I listened to it this morning because I was in the chat and I was like, oh my god, I forgot to to listen to this. O only to realize that I have actually already listened to it. <laughs> I need a jack for all of this ass, but it won't go flat. Baby, baby, come eat some of this cake. He looked like he could gain a little weight. Lick the icing off, put the rest in your face. Slow songs, they for skinny hoes. Can't move all of this here to one of Lick the icing off and put the rest in your face. That is probably my favorite line of any it's an song. Accessory. That's right. I said accessory. <laughs> But yeah. Which one's this one? A little juice for you before we move on. That was very late night radio. Oh, the video is fucking amazing. Oh, a bunch of RuPaul girls, right? Oh, no, not even that one. Oh, the, that, the that original video. The okay. No, no, no. The, oh, the, the, the official video has been out for a while. Oh, yeah. And it's very it's, 80s infomercial, 80s vibe feeling to it. It's fucking yeah, it's fantastic. Amazing. But Jesus, I do need to watch Jesus. one with the, with the Rue Girls because I believe Sonique is in that one as well. I think so, yeah. Very nice. But, and Lizzo's coming to Florida. Yes, my uh, she's doing the "Cause I Love You" tour. "Cause I uh, Love You Again" tour. "Cause I Love You Too" tour. I love you too tour. Because the first one, there, the last time she toured, um, it sold out super fast. So she is doing it again, and she is going to St. Pete at uh, the Janus Theater. Oh, is she doing St. Pete? I didn't yeah. see a St. Pete yeah. date oh, on there. Bitch. I saw Miami. No, the was it J J A N N U S Janus Janus Theater? I think Janus Theater in uh, St. Pete. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, tickets go on sale Friday, actually. Oh. So when this drops, uh, pre-sales have started for some of the uh, some of the pieces. But hopefully on Friday morning, I'll be buying some Lizzo tickets. I don't really got money for it, but I'm, I'm gonna go live my best <laughs> life rocking out the Lizzo. Ah, good times. All right, so Lizzo's "Cause I Love You" now streaming and possibly coming to physical copies in mid-May. Josh. What is your one-up? What has given you life? So, I haven't been to MegaCon in like a hot minute. I think 2014 was the last year I actually attended MegaCon. Slacker. I know. Actually, no. Uh, 2016 was. Um, br very briefly. So, I am super stoked because I'm going to go to MegaCon this year. And Zachary Levi is going to be there. Um so you're gonna try to blow him in a bathroom no honestly uh, that's okay. David Jose. so here's the thing zach zachary levi is he's a very attractive man don't get me wrong but to me he is the type of guy that i would want to be friends with and i, I don't, mean i could still be friends with him but suck his well, dick I don't, Jose. I, don't, I don't see him sexually so your so your lack of imagination is getting in the way no my imagination wow. is just fine <laughs> Um, but no, well, so, th and the reason being is because, like, w my favorite show is Chuck, and, like, just w getting to know his character as Chuck, it kind of, you know, ingrained this. That's not him, though. Honestly, but from what I've seen in, like, hi him in interviews and in, uh, other videos, like, it seems like his personality is very similar. Not quite as, you know, um... He's not quite Ryan Reynolds, but he, right. he's got a similar-esque vibe. Mm -hmm. So if he walked up here right now and was like, suck my dick, you'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't, sir. Kind of. 
Get out of my house. Pussy. <laughs> the answer, the answer is, is always sleep, sleep with him. him. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm really, really excited about that because um, over the years I've seen a lot of his other work and he's he's been really, really well. Like he actually he's in season two of uh, The Marvelous uh, Miss Maisie. Maisel. Uh, Maisel. Thank you. Um, Marvelous Miss Maisie Williams. <laughs> and I just saw Shazam, actually, and that was that was pretty good. I forgot about it until after I did my second. And I was like, oh, that was the other movie I saw recently. Um he was entangled. Yep. There was with Mandy Moore. Yeah. Aww. So if anyone's actually watched Chuck, which I don't think anyone at this table except maybe I Eric, watched the first two seasons. Okay. I was repulsed by their blatant subway pandering. <laughs> you leave subway alone. <laughs> I love subway, bitch. You know what to. <laughs> and that was a little like from season three on that it was. I know because that's how they got the money to do the seasons. <laughs> So Zachary Levi is actually still working, um, trying to get a Chuck movie to happen, um, which I'm really excited for. And I may have watched the show like ten times. Just tell him to wait a, another like five years, and Hulu will pick it up as a reboot. No, I don't want a reboot. <laughs> I want a continuation. Well, I mean, well, no, I mean, well, I say reboot, but like Veronica Mars is coming back to oh, on yeah, Hulu. That's right. Because um, if I can't if I can't get any more good place right this second, you're gonna settle for at least Veronica Mars. I'll, I'll start watching Veronica Mars. I actually want to get th- my series out of storage because I, I'm wanting to rewatch watch that as well. You look so excited. I completely forgot one of the best things about um, bonding is that Darcy Carton is in it. Yay, Darcy! Yes, Janet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Girl, boom. Um, so yeah, I'm super stoked about that. There's actually, um, a shirt I found on Etsy. And so in, in the show, Chuck, uh, there's one of the famous lines that he delivers when he becomes the intersect, which is, you know, like this computer thing that has all the uh, shared secrets between governments, but, um, he, he learns Kung Fu. And so, um, in, I know Kung he's like, Fu. guys, I know Kung Fu. So I found a shirt on Etsy that says, guys, I'm a superhero. And it's the first half is like Chuck with the whole, um, I I don't remember what the font is, but uh, the same with the the logo of the title. Yeah. And then the bottom half is Shazam. And I I thought that was actually a really cool mashup. So I I may have ordered that shirt because I may be wearing wearing it when I go to meet him. Um, So I'm doing, okay, so to, to, just touch base back on the fact that I, I'm very frugal and very stingy with my money. You're spending a lot of money this minute. I know, right? Oh, I like, know. I'm so frugal. You're, you're doing so. I so frugal. I'm going the mega car. Here's, <laughs> I'm trying my best to remind myself that if if I die, like, what what is all that money that I've saved gonna do? Nothing. It's gonna go in my bank account. <laughs> Bish. What? <laughs> you won't you won't need it. So are you doing photo ops with both? I am. Well, both who? Weren't you talking about uh, Oh, David, David Harbour. Harbour. Yes. Okay, so David He's Harbour. Doing is, two with David Harbour. David Harbour. I'm getting double teamed with David Harbour. So um, yeah. there is a photo op with him and Sean Astin <gasps> together. Oh, my God. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sploosh. 
So I'm like, yes, he's daddy AF right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. He is massively daddy AF, and I'm I'm so excited. He's daddy. I don't know what I'm gonna wear for that Shut it. up yet. But. <laughs> Not allowed at this table. <laughs> you take that Z and you fucking leave it outside. <laughs> Zadaram. Zadaram. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for that. And I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying my best to remind myself that I have, you know, a life to live and it's not just about working and saving money. These experiences will live with you and for the rest of my life until you forget them yeah. until I get dementia or get hit by a car and get amnesia or just forget, cause, or just forget. you know, you get older and you only have so much room for so many memories. And then I'm meeting, uh, doing the photo op with David Harbour and uh, Sean Astin, and then I'm also going to do the um, autograph signing for both of them. So, in terms of what I'm getting autographed, I'm either going to bring the uh, pops that I have from their characters of Stranger Things, or I'm just going to bring the Season 2 collector set that I have uh-huh. um, and have them sign that. So cool. that's giving me life right now. Well, we're excited for you and your MegaCon journey and eh. all the money that you're spending on it. Whatever, you hateful bitch. Eh. And thank you, Pat. You're my welcome. Wa- my wallet and my bank won't be so happy, but <laughs> they'll get over it. They never are. It's fine. Okay, so I have two things. You always have two things. I know, because... I feel and, like, and you crammed like five things into each of your things. Well, because I, I, I saw this Netflix show and this Netflix. He's like, I run the show, thing. I do what I want. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> there are things that, since we changed to this format, there are things that we don't usually get to talk about, and I feel like kind of, you know, the people our deserve list- to know. Our <laughs> listeners should hear about some of this stuff, or at least know that some somebody on the show is watching it. Um, first is the return of Gay of Thrones. Yeah. Jonathan Van Ness has returned to the barber chair to dragons (laughs) to give delightful haircuts, which is he actually even cutting people's hairs anymore? Because I don't think any of them. I don't don't think he did in that first episode. I don't think he did with Anna Faris either in the second one. No, I wasn't a fan of the guy in the chair in the first episode. No. Um, Brian, I think. Brian Safi. I I believe so. That sounds about right. The guy from Throwing Shade. Oh, no, yeah. that's why we not a like fan. Them. <laughs> oh, now we're throwing shade at Throwing Shade. <laughs> Where does one go to watch Game of Thrones? Uh, it is a Funny or Die production, uh, okay. so it's usually released... Uh, YouTubes. Well, or on Facebook. Um, on Facebook. It's also on YouTube. The tweets. The tweets, the Twitters. Uh the first episode came out two days after, so it was, I think, Tuesday morning. Uh, this newest one came out on Monday morning, so they're getting them right the fuck out. Uh, but he's back. He is sassy as ever, and it is an absolute delight to uh, get some recaps by Jonathan Van Ness. What was my favorite line for this one? When, was it when Baby Kill Bill went... For- from Jesse Spano, right to <laughs> Nobi. <laughs> from Jesse Spano to Nobi Malone. Yes. Oh, baby, kill Bill. Then Christina Aguilera sets out <laughs> with Santa. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so those are entertaining as fuck. Uh, I'm glad that Jonathan came back and uh, is doing those. And my second thing that is giving me life, it fucked me all the way up. Brooklyn Heights on this last episode of Drag Race. Her Celine Dion impression? 
It fucks me <laughs> up. Something fierce. Oh my god. Um, usually your snatch game uh makes or breaks the season. I don't think that's gonna be the case this season. This one almost broke the season. Oh. <laughs> Two of the front runners, one in pure like challenge wins and just presence and uh, the other one in pure oddity and still much as I love Brooklyn. Evie's still my pick to win the season. I just think it's going to happen. Uh, both landed in the bottom. But knowing that she had fucked up her Celine Dion impression so badly, Brooklyn knew that she had to slay the runway. And she walked out in a sequin poncho and a black afro and immediately spun and Wonder Woman twirled that poncho off and that that afro wig and worked every inch of that runway to the point where Rue was fucking clapping and cheering. And they don't show you that ever. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen another runway where Rue has been like going the fuck off. And it was phenomenal. But she still ended up in the bottom with Evie. And they lip-synced to Demi Lovato's Sorry Not Sorry in probably one of the most epic lip-syncs I have ever seen. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not sorry. sorry. There was handstands. There was flips. There was Brooklyn laying, like, on the side of her head and then doing a split up in the air into, like, slow bicycle kicks into Evie doing a full-out headstand with uh, splits, into a backbend, into a flip-over, into Brooklyn running down and sliding down the middle of the runway, to pussy-bouncing and checking her nails. It was every bit of what a lip-sync for your life should be. And it gave me so much life, as it did RuPaul, because she saved them both. So that is my one up. And with that, dear listeners, we have reached the end of our episode. And uh, we thank you for joining us. And we'll be back in two weeks with Avengers Endgame. I don't even have to guess at what our next micro is going to be. Avengers? Avengers. Avengers. (laughs) Hashtag Avengers Endgame. Please use that tweet from now on. 113,000 people have already been using it. Just join the train. Avengers. Hashtag Avengers Endgame. Spelling I'm, apparently doesn't count on Twitter I'm anymore. I'm really out of the loop. Yeah. And that does it for us. We'll see you in two weeks. And until then, peace. Hop, bye. Hop, hop, that pussy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.